0: We're unabashedly obsessed. We've got to get it off our chest. Please sit there and be quiet. Hey, everyone. Hello. Welcome to Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Erin. I remembered to introduce myself. You sure did. This is Unabashedly Obsessed, our podcast about pop culture.
1: And not so pop culture.
0: Where this week we're going to revisit a topic that we've already covered because it's something that Aaron and I are sort of always getting new versions of. Sure. So it could be books, could be movies, could be TV shows, but it's not.
1: It's time travel.
0: It's time travel. We have <laughs> new versions of time travel. <laughs> we just got back from the future.
1: Hey, we have discovered many new versions of time travel. There's There's penny-based time travel. Sure. There's... Weird attic room mirror based time travel.
0: Uh huh. There's, There's phone based time. Phone
1: tra- based time. Ta- there, we are constantly discovering new
0: There's, ways to travel through time. You can base the time travel with almost anything. Uh huh. Um, but not like a memories. cell phone. What? Like memories. Memories. Aw. L-
1: like memories of our senior superlatives.
0: Well, some of us can travel back with those, <laughs> and some of us can't.
1: Apparently, I cannot.
0: <laughs> Um, oh yeah, no, my ta-
1: actual memory is shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about podcasts again. Yeah, uh, it's been about
1: a year. About
0: a year. Yeah. Well,
1: I guess we started posting since... these in April, so it's probably been about a year since we actually talked about right, it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So we've sort of picked up new ones. Um, I don't think we were in the still buffering podcast group yet. I don't think it existed. Yeah. So I think we had. I don't think you had started listening to still buffering you know what you're right i started listening because you were like you should listen to this i think Uh you really like it and look at us now
1: yeah still basically doing the same thing but with still buffering added in
0: exactly um yeah i was not listening to still buffering or any mcelroy podcast i know and i have brought you
1: to the dark side
0: i'm listening to let's start there yeah. There. I am listening. I listened to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, Mubim mm-hmm. Bam, which I thought at the time was just Aaron's cute little thing. No, no. But it's an actual thing.
1: It's an actual
0: thing. Uh, I listen to Sawbones, so that's two. Discord-appointed count?
1: I would say that's McElroy adjacent.
0: Agreed. Um, I listened to The Adventure Zone and Still Buffering, so that's four and a half. Mm-hmm. So. That's And I also have a Cool Games Inc. Uh, downloaded. Okay. Oh, I also listen to Trends Like These. So oh, that, yeah. That, that
1: I've been listening to that one as well. That's a new McElroy one for me. I have started listening with some of the more recent... Actually, like, right after the election. Yeah, the post-election um, thing. Yeah. I, Travis's Fireside Chat, yeah. basically, was kind of my gateway to that.
0: I um, have a very interesting way of, of, of dealing with Trends Like These, which is a, a podcast about, like... And as the name applies, currently trending things in news, in social media, in, mm-hmm. in whatever. Um, I only have the most recent episode downloaded. Okay. Each week I get rid of the episode. If I haven't listened to it, I get rid of it and I get the new one. I, ne- I don't have a... Having a backlog of those doesn't make sense. It doesn't
1: make sense. I, I basically do the same thing. Yeah. I don't keep one because I don't <laughs> work in a metal box below the ground. Right. Um, I don't need to have one queued up at all times. So just whenever I'm like, you know what, I, I I don't feel like I really know what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. Um I will queue up a trends like these to listen to. I had the the last. Po- oh, go ahead. Sorry, I had
0: I had the post election one and the most recent one for a while. Yeah, and then I listened to the post election one, so now I just have the most recent
1: one. Yeah, last week I listened to it because all the stuff with you know the BuzzFeed documents and golden showers and so forth. I was like. Okay, but what if this is actually real? And what if this is people on Twitter speculating about what they think it could be about? Right. Turns out it's all actually, supposedly, things that happened. It's not just some random yeah. person on Twitter was like, Trump likes to get
0: peed on. It's it's. Is it that he likes to get...
1: No, he paid he some to... prostitutes to pee on each other right. in a bed that the Obamas had stayed in at a hotel.
0: Because he's nothing but class.
1: Super classy.
0: There's there's no way to even follow that. I like I I was just thinking about I like to think about the idea that he's like he didn't know what that was and he just he was like it has gold in it so (laughs) let's do it yes let's do that and they're like you know what that is right and he's like I don't care it has gold in it I'm a classy guy I need gold stuff do it and and then it happened he's like I guess this is fine. I hope this doesn't get back to anyone
1: like the Russians,
0: <laughs> right? Um, yeah, SNL did a pretty good uh, cold open about this whole thing. Oh, good. Yeah, it was good. I,
1: I could also just watch SNL for my you know currently trending political news.
0: You you basically could. Um, I saw a, a post on the SNL subreddit today from six days ago that was like, I don't know, I don't know how, I don't know what had happened six days ago. And if this was actually being asked, or if it was being asked, like, sarcastically. Okay. But they're like, with it being such a slow news week, do you think Alec Baldwin will take the the week off of SNL?
1: Oh, that had to be absolutely sarcastic.
0: It, it, ha- it was six-, it,
1: six days ago, I think, was the day that all of the was ship broke. Happened? Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was probably, so I was, I was like, man, what if it wasn't, though? And you're like, I guess it's a snow, snow, new, slow news week. And then, like, the next day, you're like, oh, I guess not.
1: <laughs> Are they listing Alec Baldwin as, like, an official SNL cast member now? No. That's a shame.
0: I don't think they ever... Well, it, I think he's... I wouldn't he's be surprised if be on it for ev-
1: free. Well, that's true. But he's basically going to be on every single episode for the next four years. Yeah.
0: And he said that he's going to continue, too. Good. Although, he, it may... I don't know. I don't know if he's if he's in it for... I th- I thought that was very interesting and sort of another indication of sort of everyone sort of figuring on hillary winning was that they had the featured performer being trump and the actual cast member being hillary yeah so they're like okay but the person who has a job here
1: <laughs> yeah it's gonna have <laughs> right. you know the the job
0: here right but yeah i think i wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't um get paid or if he gets paid uh scale or something yeah for that because I think he's, I, as far as I know, Alec Baldwin is basically just doing the victory lap at this point in his yeah. career. Yeah. He's just doing his podcast and like his...
1: Does he have a podcast? He has a
0: podcast. Um,
1: what is it called? I need to add it's it. It's
0: called... Someone else... someone <laughs> Alec Baldwin's victory lap? <laughs> no. Some, someone who, who, who's, who's listening right now is shouting it into the into the their, um, stereo. But it's something weird. Something weirdly like off the cuff. Here's the thing with Alec Baldwin. Okay. Um, here's the thing with Alec Baldwin. The critique I've heard is that his interviews when it's an hour, he's like, all right, we're done. Okay. Regardless of like if the interview was getting real good or not. Okay. So I've heard that's, that's the issue with that. But otherwise it's, it's a very interesting thing. It's good, really good guests and stuff. Okay. So maybe
1: I'll check that one out. Yeah.
0: What else have you been? Uh, have you picked up in the year since we've done podcasts?
1: I have picked up Ro- my my new McElroy. In addition to trends like these, is Rose Buddies, which okay. is so good. Yeah. Even if you don't watch The Bachelor, Griffin and Rachel are just delightful. Yeah, and The Bachelor is a train wreck of a show. Right, it's amazing. Yeah, I've started. So I started listening to Rose Buddies and watching this past season of the bachelorette jojo season at the same time because i was like you know i should probably watch the show if i'm gonna listen to this podcast and i'll listen to anything that griffin McElroy does so obviously i'm gonna listen to this right and now i have watched a season of the bachelorette a season of bachelor in paradise and i'm going all in on the season of the bachelor and it's so fantastically horrific um and their commentary on it is just smashing yeah Mm -hmm. mm-hmm
0: I'm going to have to. You're uh, going to have to. I have an episode, which is the episode of How They Met Each Other. Okay. Um, I have that downloaded because I was like, that seems like a one-off that is yeah. interesting enough. That, yeah. Um, does the guy on The Bachelor have a beard? Yes. Okay. SNL did a did a Bachelor sketch.
1: Oh, I'm sure they did. So his, his deal, yeah. this is his fourth time on the show. He came on, I don't know what season number wise this was but he came on for andy's season and he was the the runner-up okay and then he kind of a lot of people think he slut shamed her on tv because there's this post final episode special called after the final rose yeah where the bachelors like the contestants get to come in come back and like see the bachelor slash bachelorette for the first time and so it was his first time seeing andy since she rejected his proposal right And he asked her, why did you sleep with me in the fantasy suite? Well, because he was basically like, you know, what happened? And she was like, well, I just wasn't in love with you. And he's like, then why did you sleep with me the night before? Yeah. And a lot of people think that that was kind of slut-shaming. Yeah. I don't think it's slut-shaming as much as like, you know, you took me to the fantasy suite, leading me... Like, you knew, obviously, I was falling falling in love with you. You took me to the sex room right to have the sex in right. the
0: room right
1: why would you do that if you knew you were going to reject my proposal
0: but on the other like, hand i mean like she didn't owe a- him anything well
1: exactly like she's allowed to just go yeah. you know have a one night thing yeah. with this guy that she probably at least cares about she's on,
0: she's doing this whole thing on national tv right she's clearly doing some like wild oats yeah, in in one way or another. Yeah,
1: I don't think it was intended to be slut shaming.
0: Right. I think... I
1: think it was just maybe a conversation that should have happened not quite so publicly.
0: Yeah, I think that there's a there's a there's a very fine line between slut shaming and being confused about um, mixed messages, maybe. Right. And I think that that's that's sort of the line he's walking. He's like, I thought that. Which which is sort of, I mean, just because someone sleeps with you doesn't mean that they are intending to marry you. Right. Well, especially since it's
1: kind of an accepted thing on this franchise that the final two, at least, sometimes the final three, I guess, um, will go to the fantasy suite. And they're, like, they're going to go to the sex room. And so, which is, I mean, that's what the fantasy suite is. It's the sex room. Well, sure. It's like, here, we got you this
0: hotel room so you can bang. I mean, in one way, I'm like, I mean, that's a a kind of an important data point.
1: I concur. I think that she absolutely should have slept with both of them, especially if she was at all on the fence about which one she wanted to spend the rest of her life sleeping with. Yeah. If she's like, you know, I like them both equally. Well, who's better in bed? Easy decision.
0: But like, it's weird to me that like, there's a programmer somewhere that's like, okay. And then week 17, we have the the week where she's narrowed it down to the two guys that she's going to now sleep with to see what, like, yeah. it's weird that it's like scheduled.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, and so my, having just started watching um, in JoJo, oh, I also watched The Bachelorette Canada, which is kind of a whole separate thing because it's... So much better. It is not nearly the train wreck that the American show is because Canadians are all just like the nicest people.
0: So you'd give it an A.
1: Yeah, I'd give it a big A. A. Eh? A. I knew where you were going with that.
0: I, I did. That was that one was across the plate. That was yes. a, a, the most softball yes. joke of all time.
1: Yes. The so JoJo had a fantasy sweet key for her final three, and she ended up telling chase i'm not feeling it
0: and i won't be feeling it and i won't the... be
1: feeling it and neither will you <laughs> and i can't remember if she initially was like do you want to go to the fantasy suite and he was like uh yeah and then they had a further conversation about it and she was like you know what i'm not super into this idea i i don't i feel like that's maybe what happened she like kind mm. of gave him the key and then took it back yeah. almost So I don't know. Which again is
0: her absolute right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. She is absolutely allowed to do that. Um, I only bring that up because in The Bachelorette Canada, Fantasy Suite was only the final two. Mm. So I don't know how much of that is just the difference between the two franchises. I guess I'll find out on this season of The Bachelor if or or somebody is listening to Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Tyler is probably listening to this yelling at me right now. But yeah, so I've started watching The Bachelor and at to... in Paradise, red R- 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 of Canada.
0: Parentheses, parentheses, parentheses.
1: <laughs> yep. And listening to Rose Buddies, which yeah. is even if you don't watch the show, it's yeah. just an absolute delight to listen to the two of them.
0: Yeah, and I might have to pick that one up.
1: It's it's good. Even if you just like need something that you don't really super need to pay attention to, and you just want some good Griffin goofs.
0: Yeah, here's here's the problem, and well. I'll, you'll see by the end of the episode. I think that the listening audience and you, Aaron, will see that I shouldn't pick up Rosebuddies.
1: You no, you su- no. Yeah. I know you shouldn't yeah. because you're going to be naming like five thousand podcasts tonight. We're um,
0: gonna, I'm going to go into a whole genre of podcasts that I'm yes. picking up.
1: <laughs> if you ever hear me refer to my skeleton leaving the room, yes. that came about from Rosebuddies. I think because, I have heard you. Say yes, that. because there are so many times watching this show where just super uncomfortable shit happens. Yeah. And like, you have one of those things where you're like covering your eyes and watching through your fingers and like, yeah, you want to be watching and you also super don't want to be watching. That's when Griffin says my skeleton just like left my body and ran away.
0: Yeah. I don't, I can't, th- that part of me is all, I don't want to be seeing this and none of the, but I can't help but watch. I, I just can't like we, we watched, we were on the cruise uh-huh. and they had a like a newlywed game type thing uh huh um which is which is usually a lot of fun um but how they selected the three couples was like they auditioned like right there oh. in the thing and like it was like um and they had to like make sure that they were like willing to make fools of themselves and right. all that stuff so they had to like say like like um pretend to be tarzan and all this stuff and i just like Kristen thought she was gonna have a problem, like because I was like I was like curling up back (laughs) within my own body, yeah. And she was like, "Oh my god, is James gonna be like grumpy and withdrawn and doing this all night?" (laughs) And the answer was, "No, I just can't watch someone audition."
1: Yeah, and I feel like it's different too when you're watching it live versus watching it on TV. Yeah, there's, Corinne has been good for so many cringe-worthy moments yeah on this season she's just and you know i have to say for her she she knows that this is a game yeah and she's playing it really well yeah like a lot of the other girls are playing nice and making friends and being respectful of the other girls so they're not gonna like jump on nick and take off their tops and just start making out with him right in front of all the other girls not corinne corinne's like Nick, hold my boobs and make out with me. Yeah. While everybody else watches.
0: She's Corinna to win it.
1: She is Corinna to win it. She may have said that.
0: I hope she did.
1: She did say something about making Corinne great again.
0: Oh
1: I don't know exactly when this was filmed.
0: But Make America Great Again has been around for years. Yeah, years, I d- so.
1: I d I don't know if it was I mean it had to have been filmed, at least that because it was in this episode, so episode three, so it had to have been filmed prior to the election, I would think.
0: Oh yeah, it was probably filmed um, over the summer. Yeah, but but that was like in in prime time, make America great again. Yeah,
1: so it might have just been that it was like in her brain because it was everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. It it didn't endear
0: her to me. No, Did it endear me to her. Uh, vice both. Are they the same? In, well, I think it's like.
1: It didn't make me like her. Right,
0: there you go. Endear her to me.
1: Endear her to me. Right. Okay. Because, yeah. Okay, that one.
0: Um. So, Rose Buddies.
1: Yep. I don't think I've picked up any new McElroy podcasts other than Rose Buddies and Trends Like These.
0: I feel like we should have... Um... Uh, there's no way we wouldn't we would been able to do that. I was like, I feel like we should have written down what we talked about before. So, um, I picked up a, a, a show called Dead Pilots Society.
1: Yeah, that's another Max Fun oh, one. Oh, you're
0: right. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: I have not checked that one out. It sounds really good, but also really long.
0: It's not really long because oh, the pilots they... are half an hour. Oh, okay. So there's about maybe 10 minutes of intro and then they read the script so this is these are pilots that got um the the pilot script was written everything the pilot got all but made right there's there's actually an intro episode where they talk about like what are we talking about here what 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 scripts are we using right so these scripts got written and and everything up until the point of filming and they didn't get made
1: the first one was by john hodgman right
0: uh, there's one by John Hodgman. I don't think it was. Was first. it not the first one? Um, it doesn't really matter. The first one, the second one was written by John Hodgman. The first one was Thomas Lent, uh Two guys from a uh, um Reno 911. Oh, okay. Um, then there's so there, it's people you've heard of, people you know, and they're very funny scripts. But for whatever reason, like they had too many comedies that year. Like they right. are. It's not that like they like they're bad scripts. It's that they for whatever reason, didn't get to make the opportunity to make them right, um, and so they basically they they basically have a party where they invite other people you've heard of right um, over to read the scripts okay, and it's it's really it's I mean like it's a lot of. Um, I I have never listened to the Thrilling Adventure Hour, but I imagine it's something like that.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: Oh, you sh- you might like that. I think like Will Wheaton and Nathan Fillion and stuff do that all the time. Oh, okay. it's like um, a radio play but a podcast. Oh, Okay. Thrilling Adventure Hour.
1: Speaking of radio plays, yes, one of the ones I've started listening to is called We're Alive.
0: Really? I have never heard you talk about it.
1: I don't know if I've... It's called We're Alive, A Zombie Story of Survival. Okay. So we're going to cycle back to episode one. Yes. Um, It's... Really, it's it's very interesting. I think I found out about it through the Still Buffering group. Okay. Somebody mentioned it at some point, and it's essentially like 20-minute episodes of this cast of actors basically doing a radio play about being, like, starting with... Minute zero of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And finding other survivors and what all... I haven't listened to it in a while. I, like, binged a bunch of them driving down to and back from Richmond the last time I went. Okay. And I can't really listen with the kids in the car. Sure. So it's one that I like to listen to, like, while I'm driving and can kind of binge them Mm. and... Like the the twenty minutes at a time is great for when I'm driving around town with the kids. Yeah. If it wasn't about like a zombie apocalypse.
0: Sure, that makes sense. But yeah, that makes sense. When I have longer time, it's called We're We're Alive. Alive. Right, right.
1: And it's pretty good. Some of the actors are really good, and some of them I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. And I can't really like put my finger on why. Yeah. It almost just. Feels too much like they're reading a script.
0: Sure, sure.
1: But it's it's very. I mean, aside from that, it's very well produced. Yeah. In terms of the editing and the sound effects and all that stuff.
0: Sometimes, oh, there's. It's like it's like a like it's a like it is a radio play. It so is a radio like play. A yeah. If, they, if, they're, if they're
1: talking about you know a door opening, then you hear the yeah. door open. You hear footsteps. You hear you know people banging on the other side of the door. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Dead pilot society doesn't go. Into that. Well, it's, because it's a table, well, it's a table it's read. It's a table read, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Um But, yeah. So that's very cool. We're alive. Yeah. Um,
1: it's it. I mean, it's long. They've got... Let's see. It started in 2009. Oh, wow. And... Let's scroll down to the bottom. Uh, They were still going in... I mean, they're... The most recent is a preview of things to come from from October of this year where I think they are, like, they, they did a, a, a six-part series, and then I think they're going to kind of continue like a spinoff. Okay. Almost. So I think I'm still in the first part. Yeah. But I'm getting on towards the end of that first part. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Yeah. But it's pretty good. If, cool. If zombie apocalypse radio plays are your jam,
0: well, this sounds like a good
1: one. Then, yeah, I recommend it.
0: Um, I'm I just started the Crystal Kingdom uh, part of the. It's such a good arc of the the adventures, and the, the episode I just listened to was the Candle Night's episode. Okay. Um, where um, Clint. Mhm. Is um that, that that's the, that's their dad? Yeah. Um, he's. Often behind, like, he's not as quick as them all the time. Yeah. In that, he was right there with them. Yes. Like, he had his own recurring gag of, like, regifting stuff. Uh-huh. That, like, no one, like, he, it was his own joke that he kept doing and he kept having, I know that Griffin edits, but, like, he kept having the best timing on. Yeah. Of all, of, of, like, he was, he was...
1: Top three. So yeah, sometimes he, top three out of the four of them. I mean, them. <laughs> like
0: you yeah, I'm saying, like usually he's fourth, but he, yeah he was up there with them.
1: Yeah, he tends to dad joke a lot. Yeah. And so like I feel like he matches them with energy, yeah. but not necessarily with relatable type of humor. Right. But yeah, I remember that being really entertaining.
0: Um Yeah, and they did this this thing where they turned Somehow they turned Black Water by the Doobie Brothers, uh, which is the, um, play some funky Dixieland, pretty mom, you know. uh, Nope. Sometimes, sometimes I can catch something that you're like, oh yeah, I've heard that randomly someplace. Anyways, it's this classic rock song. Okay. They, they, um, slowed it down because I think maybe Johan was singing it or some, in some way they were like, but it needs to be way slower. And they somehow turned it into exactly... Old Man River. Okay. <laughs> like they're they're like, you know, funky and like somehow it just morphed perfectly into into Old Man River. And like I was like, only on this podcast would that Yeah thing happen. Like yeah. it was it was good. So it's um I think you talked about it on the last podcast episode, but it's The
1: Adventure Zone. Yeah. That that was my first McElroy.
0: Yeah. That's right. That was your gateway.
1: That was my gateway because yeah. my DM suggested that I check it out. Yeah. And from there, I basically just downloaded everything that had McElroy associated with it
0: yeah yeah um i am I am also listening to um uh magic lessons. Have okay. I talked to
1: you about this? I don't think so, so
0: um, it's the author of Eat, Pray, Love,
1: oh yeah, you have mentioned this elizabeth Gilbert Elizabeth
0: Gilbert she wrote a book called big Magic um okay. that came out I think in twenty fifteen
1: Fiction, nonfiction? Nonfiction.
0: Okay. It's it's sort of like I kind of want to read it and I kinda wanna see basically it feels like the kind of book that I would read and either be like, oh yeah, hmm. Or oh my god, I need to go buy five copies and then the next time I meet, you know, XYZ, you know, Aaron, my stepmom, my you know, blah, yeah. blah, just give everyone copies, just sort of strafe with copies. Right. It feels like one of those two things. Yeah. Um, it's basically about like overcoming your own hang-ups in terms of your own creativity and creative output
1: oh interesting so it's
0: basically like it's called like creativity through fear or something like that so the podcast is basically people call in and um well in the first season by the way have we talked about podcast seasons and how they don't make sense to me
1: I think you and I have, I think on air, we have talked about how we are in season two of this podcast and how that's not a thing.
0: Right. Yeah. But we're calling it that anyway. I mean, like, if you have a clear, like, um, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, clearly they're in season two because they're doing Chamber of Secrets. Right. Serial was
1: one that made sense to have seasons because they finish a story and start a new one.
0: I mean, the Adventure Zone could theoretically be said to be in seasons, but they're more like... Story arcs.
1: Yeah, they have different chapters. Yeah, And so they might do, I don't think they will, but there has been talk about maybe like kind of wrapping things up with these characters and maybe having Travis take over as DM and Griffin be a player. Yeah. And so if they were to do that, they might frame it as season two, but probably they would just, they don't seem like a seasons type of...
0: Family. No, but I think I think in this in Big Magic's case, I think she basically records like a whole chunk and then divvies them out. Okay, over the course of a time, and then right. goes back and you know there's a hiatus, and she then records another whole chunk, right? And then divvies them out, whatever. So I, in that way, I can see why you you call the season. Yeah. Um. So the first season, people wrote in, and she basically. They'd be like, um, I have a podcast, but, or I want to write a book, but I, um, I don't want to write, I want it to be, I'm really stuck because I want it to be about how my sister died or something. Right. But like, I don't want to write this book and have my parents be like, why are you writing this book about your whatever, why are you bringing up all this stuff? Right. So she'll call them
1: Oh. and be like,
0: what's going on? Let's talk about this. What, you know, and sort of work through it with them. That's part one of the, of in the first season, they split it into two episodes. Okay. In the second season, it's all one episode. Okay. The other part is she'll call someone f- you know, famous to not famous, you know, like famous ish. Right. One of her friends, right? That is, it's like John Hodgman was on was okay. on an episode and stuff. And basically, be like, this person has this issue. You've dealt with this in in a, in, a, in the past, right? What have you done? What do you know? What are your thoughts on that? How can you can you help? Interesting. This? Yeah. So it's That's really, really interesting. It's really cool. Um, I, I've only listened to the first. I uh, Marathon monday the first season. Like okay. I've started this new thing, Marathon Monday, for myself. Of course you have. That when my random number generator on Mondays brings up a podcast, I only listen to that podcast for the rest of the day or until I finish all the episodes I have. Okay. But so I, I finished all of the episodes of season one of of um, Big Magic on a Monday a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, and so I've listened to one episode of season two. And it's, like I said, it's it's one whole... I think it's even... Because the last episode of season one was like an update of all five women that she talked to. Okay. Like she called, she's like, how is this going? How are you doing after we talked? Right. I okay. think that she did... Um, in season two, I think she did hey, how's it going? What's your problem? Here's my advice. Let me talk to the celebrity person. And, hey, how are oh, you so doing now? so she just did the whole all thing one. all yeah. at once. Okay. Yeah. Which made for a longer episode, but sort of a more complete, like I didn't have to remember who this person was right. at the end of the thing. But it's it's really interesting in sort of a very, like, you just have to open yourself up to... The self helpness of it.
1: Yeah. It does sound very self helpy.
0: And it, it, I mean, like, it it is with, you know, a gold label. Like, I mean, that she is, she's doing this and she's in no way trying to, like, not be a self help thing.
1: Right. And I, so I know nothing about her. Yeah. I've never read Eat, Pray, Love. I didn't see the movie. Yeah. Because it seemed so self helpy and it, it was really popular at a time where I was like, I don't feel like I need this yeah now I might enjoy it yeah but at the time I yeah. was like I'm engaged everything's wonderful I'm planning a princess wedding right so yeah. I didn't feel like I needed help eating praying or loving
0: right she and I and I think that one is not was not aimed particularly at anywhere near me not that it not that everything needs to be aimed near me but I never right. explored it, it, it didn't pray grab Love you. because it was not for me. I mean, right. it wasn't, it wasn't for, I. it wasn't in my lane. Right. And Big Magic, I think, is. Um. I might read it independent of, I might read it in addition to my other books that I'm reading just to oh. see, just to You're see how, because I think it'll go Break cooker. out of your mold. Yeah. But she seems super down to earth and like super cool.
1: That's so interesting to me because I, probably just because of the reception that Eat, Pray, Love got and yeah. like. Julia Roberts being in the movie yeah. And it was like this whole thing Yeah, For some reason I thought she was going to be Like this insufferable person
0: No she seems She seems real chill And then, you, know, I mean you know she was in the news recently Did you hear about this? Uh uh-uh. uh um, She left her husband for a woman oh, Like yeah. last summer I did know that it was like yeah. her
1: best yeah. Friend who had cancer
0: I didn't Am I hear making cancer that part up? I didn't hear a cancer angle. All I heard was like she basically was like,
1: "I may have read, <sighs> there may have been a different story about yeah. some like two women who had been best friends for ages and finally discovered, like, fi- finally realized that they were in love with each other when one of them was diagnosed with terminal cancer."
0: Yeah, I didn't hear that part. Although that would, that would be a, a sort of a twist to the story. The
1: that it may have been somebody yeah. else entirely.
0: Um, but yeah, that was uh, like right around when. This second season was like published, I think was like okay so she's had she's had sort of a big year, but like yeah, sounds I, like it. <laughs> I've started um, following her on Facebook and stuff she I mean she put it's sort of like it's she's sort of that she, she's on and this is on um, maximum fun as well. yes, and Travis it she seems like a, a very travis s- circle of people okay like
1: it doesn't sound like a max fun type of podcast. Based on my, I mean, granted, my knowledge of Max Fun Podcast is pretty much <laughs> McElroy-based. Right. But yeah. It just seems, I, I, I was under the impression that they did a lot more, like, I mean, I know that their tagline is comedy and culture. Yeah. But I've always, I guess the ones I've been aware of have been more towards the comedy side.
0: Yeah. I think, and I think this one is, I wonder if John Hodgman had something to do with, with getting this pushed, and that could be, and I think I think um I saw Travis is at least super into it, if not like buds with her, yeah, yeah, I've um, seen them
1: talk about it like all all three of the brothers have yeah. talked about her,
0: so it may be that she just has that it's just she they found a home, she yeah. found a home among friends there, yeah, um, and I think that it that there's not it's interesting because it's like do you want to have the occasional sort of like, you know, variant, you know, aberration from what your network normally has, or do you want sort of a streamlined, we have all sort of the same, not the same type of show, but like they all fit in this stable.
1: Well, I think having a network where your tagline is comedy and culture kind of opens you up to like, I mean, the, My knowledge of them is that they are primarily comedy-based. Yeah. But having that culture in the tagline does give them the opportunity to bring in shows like this. Yeah. Without having it be completely out of left field.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Um, I think, I I also tried, um, on the Max Fun I tried a Pop Rocket. Okay. And that was uh, not for me. Not for you. It was, it was about a, a particular year in, uh like 1985 or something. And I was oh, like, Oh, okay. this will be cool. And I, it was like, it was a personality clash with the hosts. Got it. I was like, Oh, I don't, I'm not, I, I don't jibe, jibe Mark. You hear me? Um, Mark gives me grief because it's, I always say jive with, to jive with, and it's actually jibe. I, and it drives me I crazy. I think
1: they can be used interchangeably.
0: M- Mark does not, right, Mark? Um, hi Mark. Hi Mark. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Sometimes we sound so cranky when we say hi to our friends. Ugh, hi, Mark. Obligatory hello. Um,
0: but uh, it just didn't. It just didn't work for me. And and you know, I think I actually um I was talking to my mother in law about podcasts, and I was asking her which is which of these three things is the most important to you: host, content, or structure. Okay. So, like, if if you lost one, which one would you be most willing to lose? And for me, host is most important. Yeah, the order you put them in yeah. is my order. The uh, structure for me is second. Really? Like, I like to know, like, we have a structure. It's, it's formless, but at least we know, <laughs> like, we're not going to suddenly be like a really regimented, segmented, whatever. Right. And that is our structure. Right. Midpoint has a structure. Like, right. I like to know sort of what you're, you could, I guess you could also say structure is like gimmick. Okay. Like, what's your general thing that you do Okay, that isn't, like, specifically this is an episode about X? Like how, like, Yagaday has, like, you know, shit your dad says and, like, right. um, the thing about acting like you know what you're talking about when you have absolutely no idea. Right. They have a better name for it, but I can't think of what it's called. I do,
1: I, I'm behind on them. <sighs>
0: I've only listened to, like, like a couple of episodes. I mean, I've loved uh, the Harry Potter Twilight episode. Yes. Um, should which in which you got a shout out by the way yeah um, which was weird and I didn't remember that that was an episode where I should be expecting a shout out for you uh-huh. I was like oh that cool, was when really,
1: we had first met Leon we had not interacted with Tim at all
0: yeah um, I mean
1: that that was like within they probably recorded that one like a week after we met Leon yeah
0: that was I mean
1: I don't yeah. remember what the shout out was but I remember it was, that there was um, one
0: that you wanted to see Tim's wand collection
1: right. And they posted a picture of...
0: Just part of his wand. Part of his wand collection. Tim is so funny because I think of him... I think of Leon as sort of the funny guy and Tim as sort of the straight guy. Uh Uh-huh. But sometimes Tim gets really precious about Harry Potter. Yes. In the most like, okay, dude. (laughs) Like, it's adorable and I love it. And I would not change it for all the world. But like, I forget he takes Harry Potter very seriously. Very seriously. So like when he's like "Yeah, I posted a picture of my wands it's just part of my collection. My collection is much bigger. Blah, blah. I was like dude it's okay. <laughs> and dude. it was like
1: 20 wands. Yeah.
0: Oh so we yeah, day I don't know that we had talked about. I don't about.
1: know if we had I don't think we had met them at, no. at the I don't know if we had we talked about Midpoint?
0: We talked about Midpoint uh, later. Okay. I like knew it, we had talked like about a, it at some yeah. point
1: but so yeah so like at the midpoint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Yagaday and Midpoint. Um, I'm See, there are so many good ones that I know we've mentioned and I'm just super behind on. I, Loved that show.
0: I have not listened to that one yet.
1: I listened to a bunch of the Firefly episodes. Yes. I'm really behind on... Because I tend to binge things, yeah. I binged a bunch of them and then started binging something else yeah. and I haven't gone back.
0: I listened to episode two of uh, The Magic Lantern. Yes. And I've decided that, uh, first of all, my friend Mark needs to at least listen to it.
1: Mark, you would like The Magic Lantern.
0: He, he, I, I told him about it today on email, and he looked at like their list of movies. Yeah. He's like, all right, all right. They have a good selection of sort of like like things that you wouldn't expect to, to see on, on a movie podcast sort of selection. And I was like, okay, that's, that's a good... A good Mark review. Yes. But it feels like listening to Mark. Cole and Mark have similar voices. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, for, there were times when I was like, wait, oh no, no, no. Okay, this is this is someone else, not Mark. Because he, he has the same sort of cadence as Mark on yeah. spoken stuff. Um I've decided to I think I'm going to subscribe and get all the and I'm I'm gonna just I'm not gonna cherry pick. Okay. I, I'm I've decided that I'm I'm gonna not find it important to have seen or even heard of the movies that they're talking about because I like um, their interactions so much. Mm -hmm. And Erica is so interesting to me as a host because she seems really almost sort of like shy, but then she'll say something and I'm like, oh no, she's... She's all over this, like yeah. She's like, oh yeah, I've only seen it twice, but I remember you talking about this, 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 this. I'm like, oh man, she is in control. Like it's a very interesting dynamic. Which, yeah. by the way, you know, which is like what I was saying. The hosts are the most important yep. thing to me. Yeah. Agreed. Let's I see. have
1: also started listening to overdue.
0: Yes, I have. I'm going to scroll down to my. I have one episode, and because I need to try it, uh, section.
1: Overdue is so good. Their concept is that they read the books that you should have read. Right. And they tell you about them. Yes. And it's these two guys, Craig and Andrew. They have a delightful rapport. I was originally kind of cherry picking and doing books that, you know, I particularly liked or disliked or whatever. Yeah. And I find that those are generally my favorite episodes, but the other ones are still really interesting. Yeah. I love the way the two of them interact. Okay. There have been a few moments in some of them that I have not read the book and I have loved it as much as the episodes where I have read the book. They yes. did one where they read this terrible romance novel called Saving Christmas. And at one point, one of them did an read a passage from it about the the male lead... Taking care of himself in the shower, and he read it as though he were Bob Dylan. <laughs> and my skeleton left the car. <laughs> I was laughing so hard while also making the most uncomfortable, cringy noise I could possibly make. It was delightful, yeah, and awful,
0: yeah. Which is the in best. equal measure, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're a, a books person. I really recommend Overdue. I have actually not looked to see if they've done any Stephen
0: King books. Didn't we? I think we saw that they did. Let me look at I their feed. I think they... They have a bunch. They're they've on got the 220. so
1: many. I, I may have seen that they did one, but I have not specifically looked through to see. They, like, at, at episodes 50, 100, and 150, they did the Fifty Shades of Grey yeah. trilogy, <laughs> which was amazing, because when they did the first one, I don't think either one of them had ever read anything Resembling a romance novel or erotica or whatever the fuck Fifty Shades of Grey actually is, because it's not either of those genres. Right. But, yeah.
0: Realistic fiction?
1: Yes, it is definitely realistic fiction.
0: They did Eat, Pray, Love back in oh, April. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, they did It um, in oh, February. Oh, In okay. February, yeah. I need to go listen to that one. They also did um, the um, recently. They did, actually, uh, last week, this week they did The Constitution. Right. Um, Last week they did Mr. Burns, a post-electric play.
1: I saw that. I didn't know what it was. I haven't listened to it yet.
0: It's a play my dad told me about um, years and years ago. And it's it takes place in a post, post-apocalyptic, post-nuclear war society okay. There's rebuilding. And the main character has all these Simpsons episodes memorized. Okay. And so the 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 plot of the play as I, as I understand it is she puts on a show where they reenact a Simpsons episode, interesting. And they cast it all, but like it's in this like post up. It's like finding laughter in the darkest right. of times, sort of deal. Huh. And also, there's the whole thing about Mr. Burns runs the nuclear power plant, right. so there's the whole thing.
1: There are a bunch of the of the books that they've done where I really want. At one point, they did it was an Edward Albee play, and I don't remember. The name of it. It wasn't the goat. It was another one, but I can't. Like the library doesn't have it. You would think that the library would have like a collected works of Edward alby but you can only find Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf.
0: Did you look on Overdrive? Yeah. Oh.
1: And and so they they always link to the Amazon, like to where you can buy this on Amazon. Yeah. But I don't necessarily
0: Wanna want to it.
1: buy every book that I want to read especially when it's something short like a play yeah and it's going for like 15 bucks yeah especially because edward Albee's real hit or miss for me like i love who's afraid of virginia wolf i love the goat pretty much everything else i've read by him i'm like
0: eh, yeah
1: This, i mean he gets weird yeah so hmm. yeah I I st-
0: there should be i know that there's a whole bunch of there would be a whole bunch of like rights stuff that you'd have to do but surely there, there should be an app where you can check out a play yeah but there should be
1: yeah we should create it okay all right that's
0: how we made our millions yep and you hear you heard it here first you
1: heard it here first what other um oh i discovered a zombies run fan cast Uh uh-huh called podcast detected that i have been binging on yeah that one's fun i didn't realize the depths of the zr fandom
0: yeah yeah, they. Um, you were telling me it that there's is, like a whole Tumblr.
1: Yeah, it is small but mighty. Yeah. So. Like us. Yeah. So that one's been fun. They haven't updated in quite some time. You said they were... They posted in like November that they're looking for some new hosts to kind of spread things out some. So yeah. I emailed them. I haven't heard back.
0: Yeah, well, we'll keep our fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, They. they maybe haven't like have decided not to do that after all because i think when they started this like a couple years ago most of them were like in college or grad school and now they've all graduated and gotten full-time jobs and don't have as much time and they're also scattered all over the world Right. right so yeah
0: yeah um trying to
1: coordinate time zones
0: yeah for real
1: Especially when there's three of you hosting one episode and one of you's in Austria, one of you's in Ireland, and one is in the States. Right. Yeah.
0: Yikes. Yeah. There's, um, I sometimes think about how awesome it would have been to have been in college in the age of podcasting. Yeah. Cause you would like, man, like it's sort of how like if we, like sometimes you and I talk about what if we'd been in high school during YouTube, mm-hmm. how like. We would have made so much content if we'd had camera phones. Yes. Oh my god. It would have
1: been terrible.
0: It would have been awful. But there would have been so much of it. <laughs> so much of it. Um we had a suggestion a couple of months back, uh, from Michael, my old sweet mate, uh, about Star Talk Radio. Okay. Um, which is the uh Neil deGrasse Tyson podcast. Okay. Um, he recommended an episode about time travel. Um
1: he did.
0: And I listened to it.
1: I haven't.
0: It was... I
1: should download it. Should I download it?
0: It was... It was good. I don't know why I don't see it.
1: Would I be interested in it?
0: I don't know. It may... I I can't tell whether it would be more for you. Like, if you would enjoy it more or less than I did. Okay. Um, It's sort of the format of, like, there's Neil deGrasse Tyson and a Comedian. Okay. And then they have a third scientist guest.
1: Okay, it and sounds like there's a lot of potential
0: for awkward. There was a lot of potential for awkward. Um, it was it was interesting because um, yeah, the physics and fantasy of time travel was the name of it. Um, but they I don't know, I it had a weird once a podcast when a podcast is too produced, uh huh. Um, I sort of am lost. They they had like same segments that they kept returning to, where like uh, Christopher Lloyd would come on and talk about time travel. Okay, like but they would like it was like um a taped version of a live show, so they would cut to like a a screen where they would show a clip from Christopher Lloyd talking. Okay, and that didn't translate well for me. In audio. Right. It was interesting. So the content was interesting. The format was a little um, rough for me. But um, and um, I feel like Neil deGrasse Tyson is sort of having his like Melissa McCarthy moment where like he understands now his role in pop culture. And is sort of like leaning into that a little bit too hard for me. Yeah. Um, But that said, I really did enjoy listening to it. I'm not sure I would subscribe to it. But it just goes to show that like there's literally a podcast for absolutely anything you right. can want. Um Such as Such as. Okay. Is it I think it's time to get into um the genre that uh um that I'm going to be exploring.
1: Okay, because I also have my most recent discovery. Do we want to touch on that real quick? Uh, I think or wait until you, no. Later? I think
0: you talk about yours, and I think that'll lead really well into into mine.
1: Okay, because yeah. the genre you're exploring makes it sound like you've this that that might be a bit meatier than what I have to say about yes. Ladies love Paul Rudd.
0: Yes, which is so far four episodes long. I believe so. They just and had it, Rachel Rosen on.
1: They did, and that's how I learned about it. Game
0: recognized game.
1: Game recognized game Rachel Rosing from uh, of Mabim Bam fame. Yes. She posted, like, she shared the link to it on Facebook. And so I checked it out. So this is two ladies who love Paul Rudd. Yes. And they talk about his movies. And every episode they have. A guest lady who loves Paul Rudd. Yes. So Rachel talked about 200 cigarettes, which I have not seen.
0: I think I... I I get that confused with a number of other movies. I think I saw it.
1: It is... From what I could tell listening to the Listening to Ladies Love Paul Rudd, it's basically like that movie New Year's. But like... But set in like 1980.
0: Yeah, and it was like... But... And it was like made in like... 1998 or something. Yeah, like Courtney Love is in it. And and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw that.
1: And then they have also covered Halloween 6.
0: Yes. which where he is plays Tommy the neighbor boy.
1: Evidently the
0: worst movie ever made. It's not great. It is his first role. Yes.
1: And apparently he was rather stiff and uncomfortable seeming. He... Yeah. He, As I would imagine one would probably be with one's first yeah. role. He... Yeah. They made it sound like it was the worst movie ever made. I'm not sure if it's worse than Waxwork 2 Lost in Time.
0: It it is not. Which
1: will have aired by the time. Right, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, It is not worse than that. There's a weird, is this movie set in the future sort of thing going on? But then you're like, no, no, this is present day. I don't know why we have this like... It has a very... Like, the beginning of it has a post-apocalyptic feel to it. Right. But then it's just, like, the 80s.
1: <laughs> okay. So, right. I don't know.
0: Or and the, the early 90s. Mid-90s? I think it was, like, 94.
1: Okay. That sounds about right.
0: I think Clueless was very close to his first... Oh,
1: it was 95. Yeah. So, and then I've just recently started I Love You, Man... The episode about I yes, Love You, Man, yes. which I haven't seen. That was a good movie. So, the, And then the first episode they did Clueless. Of course. Which is the only one of all of these that I have seen. Yeah. I have not listened to that episode yet because I'm working backwards.
0: So um, the last type of podcast that I want to talk about. Yeah,
1: talk to me about your new genre.
0: I believe his name is Adam on the Still Buffering podcast group. Okay. Posted that he just had someone on his podcast... This was a couple, this was, um, I think it was actually January 6th, because I think it was my last day at Target. Okay. He just had someone on his podcast who was the host of a Lord of the Rings by the Minute podcast. Right. And I was like, wait, what's going on? Because I listened to um, the Star Wars Minute, which is, I think I talked about it as a No Context Correction at one point.
1: Was it No Context Correction? I think it was in our podcast Was it in the episode? podcast episode? Though? I think so.
0: It may have been like, I just heard about this. I'm going to check it out. And then my no no context correction was, I've checked it out and I like it. Got it. But to refresh everyone's memory, it's basically you watch a movie and each episode of your podcast is one minute of the movie discussing what happens within that minute. Right. Which is like the most podcasty thing I've ever heard of because it's like super detail oriented, tiny little slice of something. It's
1: like the Jamesiest thing ever too.
0: It's very Jamesy. So... It turns out that it's not just the Star Wars minute, um, but there's just I think like I saw like like ten other by the minute podcasts, um, which you can find. I believe the website is movies by movies by Okay. If you search movies uh, uh, by the minute podcasts, it'll come up with that URL. Right. Um, which is like a hub for all this type of podcast. So there's, so I have recently um, downloaded the first episode of the Indiana Jones by the Minute podcast. Okay. Back to the Future by the Minute, Harry Potter by the Minute. Okay. And another one. <laughs> um, let me open up my thing. Hold on.
1: Another one, which you are super excited about. Oh no,
0: just those three, and then Star Wars minute. Okay. I think I was lumping it in because uh, ladies love Paul Rudd is another one that I got that same week. Yeah. Um, so Harry Potter, Back to the Future, and Indiana Jones, but there's Lord of the Rings, there's uh, Terminator Two, there's all and like Godfather, anything you could want. Not newsies? anything. Uh, there's not Newsies though. It seems like there's an audience for these by the minute podcasts. So.
1: I'm going to do a Newsies by the minute podcast.
0: May I guest on it? Y- you may. Excellent. Hey
1: James. Hey. You want to write a podcast? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we go. Uh, we could do a musical performances by the minute podcast. First Newsies, then Pitch Perfect. Um, that would just be our new podcast. Yeah. We would I, have to stop doing this. One. Oh no. Well, okay. No. Once we're once we're rich and famous, and have yeah. time to just do podcast, Travis style. Right. We'll just start new ones. I do T- want
1: TM. TM, TM. 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 by the minute, TM.
0: TM. Travis McElroy. No, but trademark us.
1: <laughs> I think we just gave Travis a bunch of new podcast ideas. Crap.
0: We'll have to let him know. Good
1: thing he doesn't listen to our show.
0: <laughs> yet. Technically. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm basically... When the random number generator comes around on those, I expect to love them and add them to my, my list.
1: Oh, so you haven't listened to these yet.
0: I haven't listened to them yet. And again, it's going to matter hosts hosts and yeah. it turns out the Star Wars Star Wars Minute podcast I was sort of always sort of on the fence about but it turns out that about that um Obi-Wan Kenobi appears exactly 30 minutes into Star Wars and apparently that's when things pick up for Star Wars. Okay. Um and it's also where things have picked up for the Star Wars Minute which has suddenly gotten like really funny. Like I've okay. had laugh out loud moments starting with minute 30. That I haven't had for the previous thirty episodes. Okay. But they're like fifteen minutes long, so I mean like it's not it's not as as big a time commitment as it might be.
1: Yeah, that's nice. I need more <clears throat> I don't need more podcasts at all, but if I do add podcasts, I need them to be short. Yeah. Because almost all of mine are at least an hour. Yeah. And there was one that I really wanted to check out that somebody on the Still Buffering podcast group mentioned called Slash and Burn. Yeah. It was the a bad fan fiction podcast. Yeah. And the concept sounded so great to me, but each episode was like three hours long. Right. And I just can't. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. Like, I haven't had a chance to, I mean, I'm, how many seasons in is Sherlock at this point?
0: They they just finished the fourth.
1: So I'm three and a half seasons behind on Sherlock (laughs) because I don't have time to sit down and watch a two hour movie. Right. I don't have time to listen to a three hour podcast, especially if it's one that's about like, Crappy slash fiction right. that I can't listen to with my kids in the car.
0: Right. Yeah. Every, every, um, I guess three times a year, uh, the limited resources magic podcast will do a full set review of all the common and uncommon cards in a set for before pre release. Right. And that, like the one for this pre release that just happened, like last week, um, was really, really short at three and a half hours. Oh, wow. I've, there have been like five hour ones. Jeez. Um, that are just like, they go through the card, they read it, they talk about it a little bit and move on. Right. And that'll be, that'll basically like be my like two days of listening to just that. Cause I'll, you know, listen, 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 take a break, listen, 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 yeah. take a break. But yeah, having that be a regular length is just too much. Yeah. So I think that might do it. Yeah. Let me just let me just real quick check. I was going to my... say,
1: let me real quick check, but I'm pretty sure that does it for me. Oh,
0: Lynn Memo Miranda was interviewed on Fresh Air, so I have now an episode of Fresh Air to listen to when it comes <laughs> around, which is weird.
1: There's, I've got a Pokemon Go radio, which yeah. if you, like me, are one of the four people still playing Pokemon Go, I highly recommend that podcast. And I think I've mentioned that on this show before. Yeah. Yeah. Because I got a shout-out from them. Yeah, you did. Well, I I kind of commissioned a (laughs) (laughs) shout-out.
0: You said, shout me out.
1: Well, basically, yeah. I asked a question. They said, we're going to answer this on air. And I was like, can I get a plug for my podcast?
0: And they said, no. And you said, listen.
1: They gave it to me. I also have one that I apparently downloaded an episode of called The Worst Best Sellers. Huh. And episode one is Twilight.
0: Oh. Do they go through bestseller lists?
1: Well, so... I, th- I, Yeah, I think they basically find books that ended up on bestseller lists that have no right to be there, Yeah. like Twilight right. and probably Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. And they talk about how bad they are. Hmm. I haven't listened to it yet, so I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's another one with, uh, it, it appears to be two women and then a guest host. Okay. So I will report back on that. When we do another podcast episode.
0: Absolutely. Um, I have one for for all you people with kids. Oh. Or for the young at heart. My kids and I have been listening to the Disney Story Central podcast. Which is about once a week or so. It They basically have someone tell the story of a Disney movie. Okay. Um, or a Disney property. Like last week it was Frozen Fever. Okay. Uh, the week before that it was a two part episode last week and the week before that of monsters inc um and this tonight uh actually uh moana downloaded oh. so and they have um a whole bunch of episodes they have cars finding dory toy story frozen all sorts of things that are like um 15 10 to 15 minutes long that first actually when they first started like frozen no uh, finding nemo was 20 minutes okay and that's the longest they've gotten
1: that would be a good one. Lorelai's got my old phone, yeah, and is always wanting to do stuff on her phone like what I do on my phone, yeah. But I'm not getting her Facebook, right? I'm not getting her Twitter, yeah. I don't have any podcasts for her, but now I do. Now you
0: do. That's a that's a really good one. Um, and they're quick and like, they, there's not a lot of like. they the only thing. The only shilling they do is basically they advertise this app the Disney story app or whatever. Right. Um, but it's like the, the, the non storytelling parts of it mm-hmm. are really, really small. Okay. Like, so we've been really like, sometimes we do that first. Like uh, we did a, a frozen fever for story time, like at night mm-hmm. the other night. Okay. So it's like a hit play. And then everyone sort of Matt, my, my son insists on whenever anything's playing on Spotify or when this podcast is playing, he's like, let me see. Like Kaylee the, does that dude, too. Dude, there's nothing to see. It's not a video. Like, yeah,
1: it's just a picture.
0: It's still the picture of the album, where it's still the picture of the podcast.
1: Lorelai has just recently stopped doing that. Yeah. Kaylee still very much does. Yeah,
0: so that's a good one um, that uh, I'm really happy that I found. Yeah, So
1: I will look into that one. So, All right. are you think, good? Yeah, I think that'll do it. Um, cool. Housekeeping? Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at... UFO podcast, or individually at unabashedly Aaron and at unabashed James.
0: Uh, you could join our Facebook group, uh, which is unabashedly obsessed with unabashedly obsessed. Make sure that you—it's the group and not the page.
1: Yeah, like the page, like the
0: page, but don't expect there to be lots of content on the page. That the group is where we put all the content of of interacting with people and stuff. Right. We are on uh, Stitcher and Google Play and iTunes.
1: We would love it if you would give us a five-star rating and leave us a kind review.
0: And subscribe.
1: And subscribe to us. Yeah. You can email us at unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com if for some reason you don't want to give us five stars and would like to tell us what we can do to get that five star rating. So uh, Thank can... you to Jamie Shaheen for yeah. our theme song. Yes. Did you guys know there was a ladder down here?
0: Absolutely. Apparently
1: he moved to Arizona. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, Jamie, <laughs> I hope you're enjoying Arizona.
0: <laughs> and I hope Arizona is enjoying having you. Yeah. Aww. Aww. So um, I think that's going to do it for us.
1: This has been Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Aaron. And
0: smoking kills. And so do pennies.